Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Jesse Lone Show. I am the Lone Jesse. Here with me today is one of my most esteemed guests. She's a mother, she's a sister, she's a daughter, she's a wife, and she's my mom. Dawn, what's up, mama? Hey, what's up, Jesse? So, um, we have a few things on the agenda to talk about today. Okay. Starting with, why does weather affect me so fucking much? Yeah, isn't that interesting? I don't know that anyone has found the answer to that, or really even researched it, because when you go to a functional doctor, a regular, a regular doctor would think you're crazy. functional doctor would just be like, that's interesting, <laughs> and, and then, you know, take another couple thousand dollars from you. No, I love functional doctors, but I, you know... I have no... It's, what it's, the fuck idea you just said? You, you're talking about uh, holistic doctors? Functional doctors? Is that yes. what you're talking about? Yes. The ones that really most likely are can help you, but they're not covered by insurance. Yeah, because so, they're going to prescribe you, like, yeah. tree bark and shit? No. No? No, but they, you know, they will maybe do um, some body work or some... Um, or some herbs or some supplements, and and if they really think you need something prescription, maybe that. But um, but their methods usually are not covered by insurance. Yeah. Because most of them are not MDs. If I hope the world goes towards N, like Nancy, NDs. And I just had a former coworker and um, person I admire go to school eight years and, and get her natural doctor degree because I hope that's the wave of the future these are medical doctors who also can employ natural methods and you know I'm not knocking medical doctors they're great if you're broken or bleeding or really need fixed but some people with just everyday problems they need they need more yeah. but if you go and and right now it's usually a chiropractor or a kinesiologist or some kind of doctor like that that's going to help you out but they they do not have a, and it's not their fault, it's just the way the insurance is set up that, um, you know, they have to charge and you have to pay them and there's no, no reimbursement for it. Yeah. Or very little, you know, I went to see someone and they would cover a few chiropractic exams and so I got, I got a little bit back. But, barometric pressure, I was just saying a regular doctor, if you ask them that question, they're probably just going to think you're kind of... When I poke fun at the um, NDs that you're talking about, but um, I also, I lost you, Mom. I lost you, but I, I was saying I poke fun at your N, ND doctors, and yet at the same time I was just saying to Brenda the other night how, you know, they have these uh, Susan G. Komen months, or they have, you know, Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Meanwhile, yeah. the cure for cancers. uh readily available up in Canada if you just want to hop the border and go take a shitload of hemp oil, you know, or cannabis oil over on that yeah. side. There's people like Tommy Chong who has proven to have beaten his prostate cancer that way. Um, but FDA is not going to approve that, right? So, You know, I did hear, though, that they finally approved the first pharmaceutical hemp product or marijuana product. Yeah, I and shared I don't, that. Research that. I don't know what it's for, but I think it's seizures. Hopefully, it is. Or maybe it is. It's, yeah, it's going to be targeted to young kids who are having seizures because obviously it was proven that CBD oil was helping kids with their seizures. Kids that were epileptic, right. even adults. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't think there's any. Uh, 
confusion about how I feel about the FDA and pharmaceuticals. So that being said, you were saying about the weather. Yeah, well, I mean, think about it for years. You know, you can go back on old television shows from the 40s or 50s and and, you know, it was kind of a joke, but it was like, oh, it's going to rain. You know, my yeah. rheumatism or whatever they call it, my bursitis, or they had all these words for things, um, and it's flaring up, you know. And it was usually an old old geezer talking about his elbow or his knee, but, yeah. you know, it, but that was based on facts. People weren't just making it up. And so they could actually predict the weather by stuff going on in their joints. And so... That makes sense to me that, you know, if it's going to affect your joints, if your weakness is emotion or, or something like that, it's going to affect you there. So, huh. um, but I recently told you I had spoken to a woman who moved to Wyoming. I was doing, um, I was working up in Cheyenne and she said she recently moved from North Carolina. I said, oh, it's beautiful there. And she had some autoimmune stuff going on. I'm not sure if it was. It was lupus or um, RA, but something autoimmune. And she said she just couldn't take it because the barometer changed so frequently there. And she just felt terrible way more often than she did. Okay, so Miss Science Enthusiast, what the fuck is a barometer and what is the barometric (laughs) pressure? Oh, I'm not a weatherman and I'm just going to look stupid, but... Um, they talk about it on the weather that the barometric pressure, so what causes it? I don't know the science behind it, but it is actually a pressure. It's like a low front coming in, you know, when you see the weather map and the low front's coming in yeah. and it's brick cold, then there's pressure in the atmosphere that changes with that. I think the colder it gets or when that happens it goes down but um oh but when we when the hurricanes were so big last year i mean the really big ones like maria and they were talking about the barometric pressure and like new record i think it was lows and so yeah it is it's definitely a a weather phenomenon or um yeah i guess it's weather meteorologic phenomenon meteorologic phenomenon i i mean i (laughs) obviously yeah i've had that um weather effectedness whatever like anyone else does if you don't have enough sunshine you know everyone goes through that and yeah. the seattle blues yeah, but disorder and well, i I'm, think that may be a little different because i think that can be remedied with um more vitamin d yeah you know more yeah. or you can buy a fake light not fake light but a natural light actually yeah that, um, so that's definitely real too but i think the pressure is some people experience headaches, you know, grandma, your grandma Mitchell, my mom would talk about uh, dizzy spells and she'd say, oh yeah, I think that, you know, and it's funny, we all have been blaming the barometric pressure for years, we might want to check and see what it really is. What it really <laughs> is, like Google that <laughs> right like now. all our disorders on it. Yeah, but, it's just, that's what I was talking about literally feeling was when the weather came in yesterday. I went from having what felt like any normal, you know, happy-go-lucky day to all of a sudden I'm worrying about why my ex-girlfriend from five years ago, you know, didn't love me. Like, it's, what the fuck? And and why are my friends from Colorado not calling me anymore? And why is my, you know, family that's close to me not reaching out as much as I wish? Like, all this... They were just just more emo. So for you, it, it... 
presses on the emo button. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I, with all these thoughts flooding through, I'm like, um, this is really unrational. And what the hell's? Uh, and I couldn't think of anything other than, well, I mean, some some clouds came in, and I but I felt it. I, it wasn't a headache. Yeah. It wasn't a. Pr I didn't feel like pressure though. I don't know how to describe it. It was. Right, and I don't know if barometric pressure really feels like pressure. It just changes. Yeah. You know, and I haven't been practicing Reiki lately, and I may get back into that at some point, but I imagine it's very similar to the energy field where it's invisible, but it exists. You know, it exists around a person. So I'm just supposing here, but if you have an energy field around your body and that's being being shifted in some way, then it's going to affect your physical and mental well-being, so... But that's a good one for us to come back to sometime when we actually have done some research. Well, I'm looking, I mean, as we talk, here I am on Wikipedia. Um, yeah. Atmospheric pressure, sometimes also called barometric pressure, is the pressure within atmosphere of Earth or that of another planet. So it's literally the pressure of the like atmosphere in the Earth. Field. Uh, uh, I don't know about that. In most circumstances, atmospheric pressure is closely approximated by the hydrostatic pressure caused by the weight of air above the measure point. So, yeah, it's literally causing the air to become heavier. Okay. Hydrostatic pressure caused by the weight of the air. Or, ah, I don't want to say it's making the air heavier. Fuck it up. But well, yeah, that's what it's not gravity because I would, all of a sudden, one day you'd weigh 10 pounds more or something. Yeah. But. But it's, yeah, the Earth's atmosphere is actually being compressed down, I guess. So, so okay, we'll set that one aside for now and say uh, okay. uh, inconclusive results. How yes. about this one? Yeah. I have the, the education to, we'll, you know. We'll work on it. We'll keep researching. But we'll, how about yeah. this one? Yerba Mate. You talked about how you quit taking it as much because it was making you feel anxious mate yeah oh yeah yeah and i love mate i slammed two on the fourth of july because i don't know if the, maybe it was barometric pressure honestly i was being cranky and we were going to fourth of july and dan and sheila's which this is a party i go to every year you joined us last year but um yeah and so i did i had two year mate so i could be a Sounds like a drug or something. It's not. It's tea, but it's happy tea. But it is caffeine, and and my tagline for caffeine is, you borrow from it, and it asks for it back later. So you know, um, as like, you say that, I'm drinking coffee, and I have some yerba mate. So what what do you mean by that? I mean your body. When you drink coffee, you get a shot of adrenaline, or you get you know, you get revved up a little bit, but what comes up must come down. And oh, so the crash, you mean? It's, yeah, it's like I'm feeling good now, but I'm going to feel worse later. Where if, for me, if I do not caffeinate, I never get that fun little, oh, I just feel so great. And I'm going to, you know, go out and, or, or creative or whatever, but I'm not going to crash later. I'm just going to kind of be, you know. Yeah. steady through the day and when i just talk about borrowing from it i think people's blood sugar for me i think it's a blood sugar issue i measured my blood sugar once after taking a mate and i was like oh no that's too bad what to do um, it just went up like 
I don't know, in the hundreds from like 80s to, yeah, yeah. And so then when your blood sugar goes like that and then you produce insulin and, um, and probably other things like adrenaline from your adrenals and things. So you're just depleting your body. You're, you're, you're using up, the way I look at it, yeah, you're using up stuff that, you know, you're using up stuff to make you feel good or feel alert or feel whatever. But, um, then you're not, it's not going to be there when you, when you really need it for your fight or flight or just for driving home from, you know, a concert or something. You're going to be, be tired so best to go with all those jokes that in memes about coffee you know like killing someone yeah we all laugh at them think it's hilarious but when you really think about it people have got a huge huge addiction to it yeah and uh, i've given it up again since france just because i don't like the lows i i i love the feeling of having a cup cup of coffee and and but i don't like the lows that go with it so and this right here uh, is just water and yeah, it's today is the first day I've had coffee that I brewed myself. At least I had Starbucks a little while back, but in months, maybe, maybe, maybe two months, and um, I fucked with my stomach. <laughs> not, yeah, not just well, and and there is a mechanism too that where it makes you need to. It has a cleansing well, I, effect. Yeah, but That's not just the number twos. I'm not just talking about the number twos. It was. I almost felt like okay. I was going to throw up at the grocery store. Not heartburn. Um, nausea. I mean, it was just. Okay. And to yeah. to be fair, I didn't have breakfast. I just drank some coffee. But sure. it since it had been so long, I feel like it had a kind of like alcohol. You know, without drinking it yeah. for a while, it had this profound effect, and it was nauseating. <laughs> Yeah, so. yeah. Well, I moved into green tea to get off of coffee, and um, I would, you know, chug one really fast, like a cold one, just out of a grocery store. I was really kind of crashing or tired in the afternoon when I was working, but but I'm kind of off of that even right now. But I would have a glass of that in the morning. It still has caffeine, but I think it's like half or a third of coffee, and then it has another substance called L-theanine which actually counteracts the effects of caffeine. Hmm. So it kind of has a calming effect while having an uplifting effect. So I'm... What's that chemical called? L dash, like uh, the letter L. Yeah. Dash theanine. Theanine, okay. Yeah, theanine. So usually any of those things with ene on them or amino acids, I'm not really sure again. Not a chemist, not even interested. I just like <laughs> to know what they do, but not how they do it. But yeah. for the most part, I just um, like to repeat it to make myself sound smarter. Yeah, yeah. Well, I could say nosotol. Maybe I can't. Uh, nosotol hexanicotinate, which is like no flush niacin. Oh, okay. Kind of, yeah, and so I think we could have a humorous story about niacin if you wanted. If you want to bring that up, you know. Oh, go for um, it. I mean, if you want to tell the well, niacin story, that's old school. Uh, who was experimenting around with a lot of substances from from what I've been told and it took a multivitamin to bring him to his knees because it had niacin in it so I what gave you some vitamins when you're mid-teens what 14 15 uh, I was driving I was 16 at least by then multivitamin pretty uh, sure multivitamin for men and it had a little niacin, and obviously you're sensitive, maybe more sensitive than most, or it never had. I just never had it before. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't know. I, I probably had it on an empty stomach as well. Didn't expect the pressure in my chest that I experienced. And, yeah, and then the flushing. And uh, it was it – was, but I get off on that now in a weird way. I love niacin. And so you brought up the non-flush, and I hate that shit. I have to yeah. search out for it, order online yeah. the old-school – good shit that because i i like it especially after a a day out in the sun and you get a sunburn and then you take a niacin and it seems to like push that radiation out of you it's really it's weird well people you can see your old sunburns thinking it was going to flush like marijuana toxins like that (laughs) kind of flush it's like they really took it literally and as far as i know there's no nothing that um helps with that kind of thing. No, actually, you know? it, no, it actually does. That was a proven, That's- known method. Yeah, take a shitload of niacin and be extremely uncomfortable for it. So there, you know oh. I never tried that method. Um, I always just use fake pee, you know, fake pee or somebody else's. But no, I had, I had heard stories of kids taking crap loads of niacin. Um, yeah. Yeah. Really, I think, I don't know, I'd have to speculate because I don't want to get myself in trouble and find out but i think these days you would have to dilute yourself so drink so much water that all you're peeing out is water basically but then at that point they see that your creatine levels are lower and they know that you're diluting don't have yeah so i would say dilute and then take like some workout protein or powder or whatever with some creatine and i don't know that's what i've heard uh can can get get you by these days I don't know. When I worked, I worked at Whole Foods for almost 11 years, and we weren't allowed to give that advice. advice <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't know. They could Meanwhile, drug test, it's all your fault, or I don't know. So. Meanwhile, I worked in a head shop in Denver, Colorado, and that's all I did was exactly. sold people fake yeah. pee and vitamin drinks, overpriced Ooh. vitamin drinks. And, and that was the advice I did give out was you need to go to a head shop yeah <laughs> so, i think i was allowed to say that <laughs> yeah. um where some so more were yeah so the yerba mate making me anxious though we're saying it's caffeine it's just uh, an effect from caffeine huh yeah adverse effect yeah. from caffeine okay yeah you know um don't want to geek out too much about things but you may want to get a finger pricker yeah. Sounds bad, but yeah, just Aunt Lil gave, since your aunt is a nurse, she gave me one, an extra one she had, and I imagine you could get kind of OCD or weird about it and just, you know, test your blood all the time, but it is interesting. That was enough for me to see my blood or my blood sugar go from whatever normal, I, it was like in the 80s or something, like to 120 and go, oh, yeah, and then that's just, you're putting out insulin, you're putting out adrenaline has nothing to do with blood sugar but your your body's starting to pump these chemicals and then that's what i say you borrow from caffeine because it wants it back later it's huh. like okay we gotta, i mean I, I probably should because there are definitely some moments in my days where i feel lethargic i mean after a meal yeah. uh whatever it may be even trying to eat healthier right. and so uh, yeah you, you did the, your genetic testing right did you do that through 23 and me or where who did you know you do what that? i didn't do mine aunt lil did hers and grandma she did for grandma but i have not done mine okay so. who did they do it through whoever she did was- ancestry.com 
and that is just more for you know knowing your ancestry but if you want to know more about like what conditions you're predisposed to or where your weaknesses might lie um, there's specific ones for that I'm not really sure which which ones but well, I know I'm sure you can Dr. Rhonda uh, Patrick who I've told you about before talks about 23andme yeah. I guess is a, a company that does it and it'll give you your genetic history but also that I guess you can start to I think you can use their tests to start to look for like DNA um, informalities or some shit like that she's talked about that will show think, yeah. yeah what you're susceptible to or prone to be susceptible right. to again I just repeat shit I've heard and try to sound smart and another thing I don't think it's disclosing any information, but Aunt, your Aunt Lil, my sister, um, has been taking Ambien for a long time, wants to get off of it just because, you know, long-term effects and just things that she's heard and yeah. kind of wants to fly, fly solo without it. Um, but So she went and did a brain mapping test, and she turns out to be the same doctor I went to for my test. He does this brain mapping and, and then they have a program to follow up with you, but she was satisfied with just paying the $99 getting brain mapping and seeing where, how your brain works. I don't actually, I haven't seen it, but like, um, and she's like, Oh man, we should all do this. It just helps her understand herself more, Yeah, you know, and tendencies are towards things. And how much um, was it? I, What's that? How much was it? $99. Fuck, that'd yeah. be worth it for me. I mean, for someone That's who has... That's what she's saying. Is she's telling me I should do it even. And just because she found it... She's geeky about this stuff like we are, you yeah. know? And she just found it so insightful. And she's like, man, Jesse could really benefit from, from knowing, you know, however... What the fuck's going on up like, there? <laughs> I know we did something similar with Lynn. It would show you auditorial, if you process auditorial visually or by, you know sense but this takes it further and um yeah so like we're saying so many of us can't help ourselves it's just the way our brain works you know and yeah and, well, um, and the more and more that we talk about the brain and the more that you hear about shit like cte and football and stuff i just think of the damage that i did to my brain growing up because just yeah. because and i was never a great football pr player i was a very shitty skateboarder um I sucked at riding I was gonna a bike, but using your head to stop yourself. <laughs> yeah, quite literally, yeah. and so, fuck. Um, yeah, yeah, I just, I just, some, some days when I have some issues, I think of that and realize ah, I shouldn't be so surprised. Um, a story you might be disappointed by, but I got too intoxicated one night. I may have already told you this. And Brenda was just in the kitchen cooking something, and I come running into the kitchen excited or something, and I don't even know if I tripped or I just lost balance, she said, but the side of my head just went straight into the corner of the counter. Boom! And she's freaking out, you know, right, rightfully yeah. so. Um, and I'm like, what, am I bleeding? She's like, no, you're not bleeding. I'm like, all right, no problem then. I, I shook it off like nothing had happened. The next day, I'm going, I got a fucking golf ball on my head. What the hell happened last night? And yeah. she proceeds to tell me the story. And, and I had a good headache and uh, and lump on my head for the next few days. So it's shit like that where 
I take it so well in the moment, but what's it doing in the long term? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you never know, you know, because people who have repeated concussions, like boxers and things, we've all seen, <coughs> excuse me, Muhammad Ali, you know, and um, just basically, you know, scrambled his brains. Yeah, but then there's guys like Mark Hunt, a UFC fighter who's just taken headshots for a, over a decade and still, yeah. I don't know, there's... Uh, it's it's kind of like they say about pro wrestlers that you have a certain they have a certain number of bumps that they can take, you know, meaning hard falls, sure, yeah. and that you have your bump card. And once your number of bumps runs out, you just you just can't wrestle anymore. And I figure it's the same way. And I just wonder how many bumps do I got? <laughs> well, I don't know. You know, I mean, our skull is pretty tough. It's there to protect our brain. Yeah. And, um, and so I've seen like. I know your brother once just, you know, fall down and that big egg just show up on his head right away. And, and those I don't think are that harmful. But, you know, people, if they're on their bicycle, fall on their head, they have brain injuries. Well, I was going to say, you want to tell, tell a story or two. How about, um, yeah. let's start with, how old was I? Because I still, I have a dent in my skull. You can feel over the scar from where I had the stitches, the Jehovah's Witness Church. Yeah, I know I, which one you're talking about. I'm thinking it was like it was like second to third grade because we were living on Tarmigan, and yeah, you're just standing on a wall with your hands in your coat and lost your balance, and again, stopped yourself with your head. There, yeah, you did make a habit stopping yourself with your head a lot, and the neighbor brought you home. And um, did you need stitches? You needed stitches on that one. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember. How many. One of the but few then times. I was just yeah, the one that I think was the hardest for me was your skateboarding one. And I think you were living in Johnstown with your dad and Penny, but they couldn't take you to the emergency room. That was on my so... that was on my bike. Yeah, okay. That's where yeah. I say I was a shitty biker too. I was just riding my bike to school, and my handlebars just shrink. Uh, just I I don't know if I hit a rock or whatever, and it made my tire just turn, and handlebars went sideways, and I flipped. And yeah, you know. Yeah, and that's when recording equipment was so new to anybody, and you were in the emergency room just wanting to document the whole thing. So yeah. this should should have been shade of things to come, shades of things to come. But yeah, I was just like, put that away, put that away. The doctors aren't going to like that. But yeah, you're just documenting the show whole started thing. But young. we didn't know if you have a concussion or what. So, but yeah, I would. I don't know. Um, Talk to Aunt Lil about that or get more information because she can tell you exactly how they do it, and then you could find out if there was a similar process. But Dr. Ben, the guy I was seeing, does it up here. But then they do biofeedback and a lot of things with people to help normalize their abnormalities. But I think, again, as you and I say, awareness is half the thing right there. You know, if you don't know, there's a, a tendency to, you know, it's, I also, I just think of this thing but you don't expect a dog to act like a cat or a cat to act like a dog you know i mean they are what they are yeah and you understand how your brain works you can work with it instead of against it you know instead uh, of expecting a cat to act like a dog i understand know? yeah because it's not going to happen if if yeah that's a, that's so. a interesting metaphor but i get what you're saying and i, I would be more than interested so let me know um, have you ever done a float tank? I have never done it. Okay. No. I know you've hung out with Tony and she's done them or so I've heard, but yeah. that's something I'd be interested in as well. Uh, doesn't, 
magic's a wonderful thing. I, I, I don't have this strong desire for it because I can lay on the bed and kind of shut the world out or I don't know. For me, when I want to relax, if I'm tired in the afternoon, I can just put my clock, my radio on and it kind of drowns out anything around and I will take a 15 minute nap and reach that state of relaxation. I mean, I'm not like dead asleep, but I've reached, what is that? Your REM stage of yeah yeah alpha beta delta gamma you know whichever one is where you're really in that deep relaxation and and i can i and i think that's what the um you know what you're trying to get with that but yeah there's there was a place opening in boulder they were offering you know free ones but i want to drive back down to boulder just to do it so it would be interesting i am a um you know, strong believer in body work of all sorts, though. Um, you know, we're not going to talk about this a whole lot, but it's, I've lost a friend who took her life. It's traumatic. And so, um, you know, Courtney, who's a friend of mine and does body work. And I, I messaged her today and says, I really need some body work because, you know, if you don't know that something is locked within your cells and it's not being released, you um, then, yeah, came up on a car wreck yesterday, started shaking. That's a good sign. Like, okay, I haven't dealt with this. But just because of my experience as a child and, and you know, some traumatic things, I've just learned when something traumatic happens, I just, I don't deal. I, I, I'm really strong in, in the moment and... And then years can go by, and you're just, you know, thinking, I'm great. And then also one day, I, you know, I'm joking, maybe you can't get the jar off of, or the lid off a jar or something, and you're going to be a mess puddled on the floor, or something totally stupid, you know. But why, I'm, we're going jeeping next week, and, um, where at? And I think, I, um, you're Ray, our annual jeep trip, okay. where we, and it's beautiful, but you're on the side of mountains, and it's a little anxiety producing, and, in case that's the trigger for me, I don't need to have a big hairy meltdown on the side of top a mountain. Of a mountain you know? <laughs> so, yeah. So I would encourage anybody who, you know, to find themselves someone they trust. I know, I know Courtney well enough to know she can she'll crack me open in five minutes. She'll she'll save me a lot of money. I won't have to do this several times. You know, it'll be. Um, so what does she you know, do? You've been there before, but she does massage and body work, and and she'll I think mostly ask you questions while while doing massage and 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 where people hold things like in their neck or their back or their lower back or there's certain areas of the body that correspond with certain emotions. She's very skilled and knows what they are, and um, you know, yeah, we call it breaking open. You break open. You know, you think you're oh, I'm fine, I'm fine, and then. Somebody puts their hands on your lower back and says, so just, you know, tell me what's your fondest memory. And you're like, you know, you just, and you're going, wow. I mean, for me, that part of me standing outside myself, like, this is really interesting because I usually don't, you know, um, have emotional outbursts. But they find places in your body where you're holding those emotions. And, yeah, so... Okay. I'm just talking about this because I had the same lady who's a natural doctor posted. Yes, Do me sir. a favor and just keep going, okay? Okay. I'm listening, but Dexter just threw up on the couch. 
Nice. Okay. Yeah. I was just going to say my um, other person I know who's a natural doctor who's taking medical boards and things right now, she's lost her sister and her nephew within the span of a couple of years. And she's a strong woman, but strength comes in knowing what it takes to, you know, to be your to be your best. It doesn't come from pushing things down and going, I'm so strong, I'm not going to feel anything because... Now, strength is facing it and working through it and um, and dealing with it. And, you know, then you can be better for yourself and better for everyone else around you. So, so basically, strength is uh, having enough balls to know when to say that you yeah. have a weakness. Exactly. Well, I've, I've never had any uh, hard time doing that, have I? <laughs> <laughs> no. No. And... You know, yeah. So let me ask you this. So, what parts of her body, I mean, if you care to share or are willing to share, what parts of your body have you found that she focuses on? You know, I have not been to Courtney for probably eight years. So, um, and I wasn't as receptive to body work when I was doing it. I just wanted a good massage. But, um, but yeah, I... I know she would work like the arms for certain things or just your inner thighs for other certain things. And and luckily, we've talked about this, but we've had no strange, you know, molestation, incest, anything in our family. But people who have had that sort of thing, they really, really, really hold it in their, in their body. And I am a believer that if these things aren't dealt with, they, these are what's causing the cancers and... Definitely, um, you know, for a lot of people, depression and anxiety. I think there's a chemical component to depression and anxiety that none of us can deny, but I think then um, there's definitely a physical component where people who have had trauma, and especially, you know, people who have been molested or um, attacked, imagine being attacked, or, um, you know, Ken's um, son-in-law who was on scene when another officer was mowed down in a car, someone he was close to. You know, these are all traumatic events. And in the moment, I was telling you the other day, and I'll still say it, man, shock is the greatest gift from the universe. Because I've, I've never really had anything this traumatic that I can remember. There's been a few things, I guess, when you were sick as a young guy, when you had idiothrombocytic penic purpura, another word I'm proud I can say, but ITP. For short, but yeah, I've had some really short periods of shock, but it's great. You get all this energy, you get this focus that you've never had before, and you know, I would, I would love to feel like that all the time. But those are those moments where you hear mothers lifting the cars off the kids, yeah, or, you know, people doing things, and um, I'm like, that's really cool stuff, you know, all this adrenaline or or whatever the chemicals fight. But it's protecting you, you know. It's um, protecting you for as long as you need it to probably to stay sane or to keep your body from collapsing or, yeah. or whatever. But, um, I've heard about that in near-death experiences, just how people don't feel anything because their body just floods <laughs> them with so much dopamine that they're numb. I mean, not just numb, they're uh, euphoric. And yes, there is a, a, that's a, why a they're like, man, if I died, it would have been okay. And it's like, nah, it's not that it 
you would have been okay. It's just that you were literally on the greatest drug known to man, and that's almost fucking dying. Because <laughs> uh, your right. brain just wants you to uh, yeah. be prepared, yeah. And I have another friend who is very sensitive to animals, and it always just breaks her heart. And she, you know, and, and we all are, but it's hard to watch a video reel where the lion is taking down the antelope or, for me, the bunny rabbits getting chewed on and by the coyote or, you know, whatever. But, no, this really? is... Really? Yes, but supposedly, and I hope it's true, that there is a built-in thing to where they don't feel pain, you know, as they're being eaten alive or whatever. Um, maybe, you know? maybe it's when the body gets punctured that... Because I'm thinking with as many near-death experiences as they probably have in their lifetime, right? Their whole life is fucking near-death. Um, sure. Yes. But, but, yeah, what I'm saying is as they're being consumed as they're or being, yeah, taken devoured. down or punctured, maybe punctured. Yeah. I, I could give that. I, I'm, I'm, if our brain has that protective mechanism, I'm sure yeah. everyone does. Well, if humans are, that are having a near-death experience feel euphoria, it would make sense to me that... An animal hopefully has that same built-in, you know, yeah. protection. I mean, Not we say that, but then it doesn't help the cu- the cows that are like <laughs> trying to yeah. avoid the slaughter. Exactly. So, um, yeah. And and un, un uh, unrelated to that, but back to health related. Um, mm-hmm. I was throwing up my food for four days in the middle of the night. Um, couldn't hold food down. It started, I would wake up around like 1, 2 p.m., and then it was about 3, 4 p.m. the next two nights, and then, sorry, p.m., I'm saying a.m., um, 3, 4 a.m. the next two nights, and then like by the fourth night, 5 a.m., I woke up and still threw up, and I was good finally by Friday, but it wasn't... Is this recently or back when... This when is recently. Like this, is, this is just last week. Oh, yeah. So, I, but it didn't feel like I was sick, and I was going number two also at the same time. I mean, not as plentiful, <laughs> but I was, I felt fine other than the, and, and my appetite was there, so I was trying not to eat so much that I had something to throw up by the time I went to bed that night, though, you know, but in doing so, I just made myself more hungry because I still had an appetite. Um, yeah. so I don't know what the fuck that was, but I don't have anything for that. No. Um, I remember dad, when he was having a stomach ulcer, couldn't hold food down. He'd wake up and yeah. go throwing up. So I was like, oh shit, am I getting a stomach ulcer? I'm a little too young yeah. for that, right? Oh, I don't know. I've known people that have them, you know, just with their stress levels. It's, if, if you have a lot of stomach acid, it eats a hole in your stomach out, you know. Stress level. Whatever. Stress yeah. level. What I got to stress about? Yeah. I mean, that's why we talk about I'm going to get an ulcer or he has an ulcer or something usually. But it can also be caused from alcohol, you know. Um, people who consume too much alcohol, that can cause an ulcer for sure. Well, my, um, my alcohol intake has been moderate. That's good. And um, he says, as he drinks beer, no, but, you know, it's just it, as it, usual I, when I drink, woman, I would say you were pregnant. So maybe something's causing a, some kind of hormonal fluctuation or, um, or there's an emotional component to it. But yeah, 
And so what would you do to regulate hormonal imbalances? Well, for men, you definitely want to stay away from anything that produces estrogen, you know. Yogurt? That's, um, no, you're good. Soy. Soy. No soy. Soy mimics estrogen. So, um, and then they're finding things like even lavender and a lot of things like that, you know, for young boys. It's like mothers giving, you know, lavender baths or something. It's just yeah. not... Yeah, but, but soy is the main Are you saying thing, that right? lavender baths are turning boys into fagos? <laughs> I don't think it's quite that dramatic, but, um, you know, little little moobs, little man boobs, oh. milk. That's, God, that's one of the big things is, um, but not all dairy, you know, the, the hormone. So yeah. definitely um, affects oh. the hormone of people. I've, okay. And the meat, the meat... If you, I can't afford organic all the time, or I don't choose to afford organic all the time because I choose to spend my money on something else. But um, in a perfect world, we'd all eat organic, which, oh, I do have something to say about that. But I do look for natural at the minimum when buying chicken, you know, no hormone. Yeah. Nor home. No we can hormones. say this. <laughs> <laughs> yes, nor, no hormones or antibiotics. So, um, Ken and I, I, if everything goes as planned and the government doesn't put embargoes or sanctions back on Cuba, we're going to go to Cuba in January. Oh. And, no, but, yeah, before it really changes. And But we've, I've been watching things on Cuba, Anthony Bourdain, you know, Rick Steves, things like that. And um, they eat organic. Everything's organic. But it's, they said it's because we can't afford chemicals. <laughs> you know, when you think about it, the poorest countries that can't afford to spray their food for pests are probably, it's, you know, I would suppose that's why a lot of these poor countries live longer because they, but yeah, this woman was going, all our food biologic, all of it's organic. We can't afford chemicals. Yeah. And I thought, how? Yeah. Yeah. I think they found so, some Mexican chicken, some village. It's like a hundred going on 110. I don't know. I want to say, but it's, well over a hundred yeah. years old, and they're like, and, and the thing is, she's still kicking strong, not even all gray, not even all gray. Oh, <laughs> and they're like, they, they, "What's your secret?" And yeah. she's like, "I just eat out of my garden." Yep. Yep. Just all she eats. Yeah, the poor people probably have the better diet because, just like our forefathers, our ancestors, just the, you know, the paleo diet, and everyone's. Yeah. You know, I I sell protein to is is a is a job, but um, people didn't need to go around buying fake paleo protein. Not that they're fake; they're real. But you know, yeah. having it spoon fed to them out of a canister. And um, but yeah, I thought that was there's these. I think they're called blue zones. It's a color. I think it's blue zones around the world. I don't think it's green zones, but where people have lived to be over a hundred. And there's one in Greece. There's one in. Um, Costa Rica, there's, you know, some certain places. But, yeah, what they all have in common is pretty much eating out of the garden. And probably living close to the water helps. Yeah, and a low-level stress. Talk about ions and shit with water. What's up with that? Which one? 
ions and negative ions and water. Why is that shit for real? Because I heard about that and I was like, well, no wonder why I love the fucking water so much. I used to love when I lived in Corpus Christi. I talk about it like it's a dream. I would drive down every lunch break down to this little beach and no one was there and I'd sit right there on the Gulf Coast and just watch the water and sure it stunk and it wasn't the cleanest, but why? Yeah. Um, waterfalls, especially think about how good you feel when you're sitting next to a waterfall, you know, and I, it made sense to me. It was positive ions make you feel positive, but it's not, it's called negative ions. Yeah. And, and I do not know the chemistry of how it affects our body, but it definitely is, you know, there's basis for negative ions improve how you feel. And so there's a lot of things that's been, they've been around for ages, like machines, like, um, they purify the air, or put negative ions into the air. I think maybe even salt crystal lamps help with, yeah, with that. Yeah, that's sort what of I've heard. Thing. But you can actually buy an ionizer. So, But, oh, yeah, I used to have a theory about, you know, I knew someone who took a lot of showers. And they had some emotional issues. And I thought, and probably is the negative ions, you know. Because how often, okay, here's, here's proof. How often have you been in the shower when you remember something that you've been wanting to remember forever... Or you have one of your most creative ideas, or you, you know, it's just like, yeah, my memory would always be at its best in the shower. Or I mean, I don't just, know about best. For me, I especially, I mean, um, definitely memories, but that's an issue for me. I have too many memories come up, and then I start to having start having really negative thoughts because I have a tendency to dwell on the past. So I guess you're right. It does something yeah. for the memory. Um, but for me, it's more ideas. I'll just have ideas or or lyric ideas or some sort of creative idea that I want to write down, but I'm in the fucking shower, which is what was that joke? Was it Seinfeld or what was it that, oh shit. Oh man, I can't remember where I saw it, but it was, it was basically. Go get the shower. (laughs) Right. I'm kidding. <laughs> but it was uh, basically a writing board for in the shower where you could write in the wet and still yep. whatever because that's where the best ideas happen. Fuck, I can't it's remember true. what that was from. but And I'm pretty sure that's the negative ion. So hmm. We can research that too while you do the barometric pressure. <laughs> okay, put that on the list. Negative ions, shower, no. Um, so you brought up demoing. So, how's it been with Garden of Life since Nestle bought them out? Because, as anyone sure. who knows me knows, yeah, I'm not a big I fan of Nestle. I have not noticed one... No, I can't say that. That's not true. I have not noticed one negative thing. Uh-huh. Um, I have noticed positive things to do with expansion, but they expanded anyway. So, I don't know how much of it is due to Nestle's capital and how much would just be natural expansion because Garden of Life is always the cutting edge of a new product, you know. Yeah, and they've um, been growing continuously since yeah, inception. Yeah, since Jordan Rubin started out, wrote The Maker's Diet, for anybody who's interested or made it listening this far to us, but um, <laughs> the company I do. That'll be you, by the way. Which is a fancy word for doing demos. Yeah, but Jordan Rubin was like, had Crohn's disease, um, skinny dude, healed himself with probiotics, but not just your everyday product, probiotics, homeostatic soil organisms. What the fuck? Yeah. 
That's what the HSO is on a lot of Garden Alive products, especially the original products. It's called homeostatic soil organisms. So basically dirt. But that's not really. It's not like they just put a little bit of dirt into your probiotic or your green drink. Straight burped um, in the if, mic. If you think, the best way to explain it is you think of how a carrot or a beet grows. They're in the ground. Yeah. They're pulling up those nutrients up out of the soil. Okay. That's where their vitamins and their minerals are coming up out of that soil. That's why now with um, soil being depleted in a lot of areas, you're not getting those nutrients. And so um, that's all homeostatic soil organisms are, is the nutrients coming up from, from okay. the okay. soil. So. And so he anyway, healed himself like, yeah. from Crohn's disease with this? Yes. Huh. Yes. Look up Jordan Rubin. Entertain yourself. Just put Jordan Rubin. It's I think R U B I N before and after. And he was seriously. I don't know the weight. Like one ten, one twenty. Um, looked like a a concentration camp survivor. So, and now I've seen him twice in person. Big, strapping, handsome. <laughs> strong guy and but he did sell garden life then <laughs> sounds like someone to, has a crush to the company that it was and he made his his money and but that is every good entrepreneur's you know really their goal in life is to have their company be so good and so successful yeah. that other company wants to take it and um, make it even better so it's been fine with with whoever the you know own new owners were and and again they expanded it and then nestle yeah um bought them out i have not noticed anything anything, anything except that they are coming out with with herbs and they're coming out with um essential oils and they're coming out with you know some, some new bars and and things. I don't think any of this is a secret anymore. I think it's out there publicly. Okay. So, okay. But right from the beginning, what they had said, and the official word was they want to bring Nestle up and help them clean up, not have them bring them down in any way, but to be able to use their capital to go global and to get the word out to more people. So, okay. you know, and I'm sure that's how a lot of good things start out and go bad. But, um, and oh, ladies and gentlemen, Don Mitchell is contractually obligated to not say anything negative about Nestle as long as they're... No, I'm just joking. <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, I worked for Whole Foods, like I said, 11 years. It totally blows me away to go in there. It doesn't. Not totally, but it, it, it's just there's this ironic humor about when they ask me for my Amazon Prime number, you know? Yeah. And I'm just like, what Twilight Zone world am I in? But it feels normal. But when I think back 10 years ago, you know, if somebody would said, oh, yeah, you know, Whole Foods would be owned by Amazon and you'd be able to buy groceries and get discounts with your Amazon Prime number, I'd be like, what are you? They're like those birds. Jeff Bezos. Yeah, and then think of Whole Foods 40 years ago, two guys smoking weed in a lake in Austin going, yeah, you got a cool natural store. You sell a lot of meat. I sell a lot of vegetables. We should merge these two together. We could sell meat and vegetables, you know? And so that's kind of the short story of how Whole Foods came into existence. And Damn. Um, and so, yeah, and has it done a lot of good? It has done a lot of good. 
Yeah. Still, I don't know. Now I don't it'll know. be used as one of the biggest tools for evil under Jeff Bezos' law of the world. I don't know. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not a conspiracy theorist about the guy. I have an Amazon. I mean, I've been a fan of Amazon ever since you were ordering books from them. Um, sure. I got an Amazon, but they they turned yeah. into a lot more than books. You remember that when they used to just sell books? Yes. Yeah, I really, really do. And then I. Yeah, it was I don't know eBay. Either. Anything else? If you want a book, you should check out Amazon. And then it became, right. yeah, so much more. Yeah, and I don't even understand how it works. I'd love to go see the warehouse or go see the thing, but you know, it might. Um, I I don't think that their mission statement or in was to make the world a better place. I think Whole Foods started out that way. So maybe Whole Foods will help make Amazon greener or maybe uh, Amazon the largest you know um, utilizer of cardboard will bring Whole Foods <laughs> down I don't know I'm, the biggest yeah. uh, largest utilizer of cardboard in the world and teams up with yeah. the company that like you said you can't throw your plastic bottle in the trash can it's if you do right. would you get written yeah. up at work if you did that while yeah. you worked there yeah yeah, we definitely had, yeah. Yeah? We had, what we call it, um, they were trying to go for zero, zero waste. Yeah. Um, Whole Foods was in some companies. I think Burt's Bees, it was pretty close. Tom's Main, you know, ironically went with Colgate, but they were, they, they were very green. And, and so that's, and some other countries have it down. I think maybe some places I've seen travel things maybe in japan or in indonesia somewhere they have zero waste and so um but you know is amazon using recycled cardboard i don't know you know i i don't know what their deal is but it's it is an irony there somewhere and maybe not even irony just like huh how does that work yeah or how how are they going to be able to rectify the relationship going forward because yeah, like you said, it's quite the contradiction. Contradiction, yeah. Hmm. But to go back to Garden Life and, and Nestle, you know, if, if you were, go way back to Jordan Rubin, if you're on to something and you're saving your own life and you're helping yourself considerably, you want to tell other people about it, you know. I mean, you yeah. got me on Raw Meal. You're the one that really is. And I tell so many people, especially for the elderly, it's like, if you want to, take just one thing that you're actually going to feel better from taking take the raw meal you know yeah so if you get that to more and more and more people you know by a distribution system that's that's a greater good but there's it, i really think in the end everything balances out for every greater good something suffers or for everything that suffers well that's not true the yin and yang because <laughs> not everything that suffers is a greater good but um but there's there's always a cost to, you know, to things. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah, well, that's a. I've been kind of having that outlook myself. The older I get, yeah, uh, life kind of has a way of balancing itself out. That's for sure. That's why, and really not does. to get political. <laughs> yeah, but that's where my kind so, of carefree attitude with that's come from lately. Is because I. Yeah, I have my concerns with the current administration, as many as I had with the previous administration. But even going over more of Obama's accomplishments and and down, you know, pitfalls, in my opinion, um, I'm considering his accomplishments. Going like he 
he got some shit done while he was in there. Yeah, um, he did. Mostly he did. socially, which I would have. Whatever, but yeah. it's 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 there's there's a good to go with all the bad that I bitched about, just as much sure. as as I you see good in the current administration, and then there are some uh, policies that I support. Obviously, I'm I'm recognizing that God, man, there's just as much, if not more, bad. <laughs> Maybe so. Yeah, it, it's all about. Well, balanced. what I've been taught by my smarter and politics husband than me is. Most of these politicians have their hands tied, you know. I mean, it's it really is just such a small amount that they can move things. Yeah. And, and they all try so hard. And, you know, there's a new nominee for Supreme Court justice. Yeah. That is where the most important changes can be made. So people need to take that seriously um, because those guys are in there for life. So and what do you so think of Kavanaugh? Um. Uh, I know nothing about him except what I googled when I when I saw that yesterday. All right. So um, what did you find out when you googled him? That's a good question. That's I an even better question. I found that well, he's definitely conservative. They all have to say they're going to try to reverse Roe versus Wade because that's the platform. I mean, you know, the poor conservatives have to. I don't know what his personal beliefs are, but they have to say that on their platform. Yeah. Um, he is a Catholic, so chances are his views towards abortion are going to be more. Um, conservative, but um, he has a lot of liberal friends, a lot of liberal people that he associates with. So. It's thanks to this asshole he, that Obamacare was considered a um, tax and not a fine. I say asshole, but respectively. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, it's it's he's not the Nazi that I think the far left is going to make he, him out to be. Um. And, but Thanks. you touched on an important point, which is is funny, which is how conservatives now and talk about that balance. All right, sorry to go back to that balance. And one last comment I had about that Ben Shapiro touched on that made me reconsider um, the way I view some local authorities was they have to you know so many people want to see them get into office and just make these rash adjustments, but they have to balance that shit out. Um, so sure. when you see a politician who's maybe not going through on promises that he made or uh, what have you, it's not maybe that they're so nefarious as you're making it out in your mind or as I automatically would because I always assume right. the worst. It's right. that they're trying to fucking balance shit out while they're there. That made sense yes. to me. Um, but back to what you said, which was that conservatives right now are in a position where they – like you said, if they're uh, moving up is dependent on this person's decision that I think we're both referring to, the president. Yeah, it's yeah. They have to kiss ass. It's a fucking game. It's a game show. It's, oh. a, it's an episode of The Apprentice. It's literally become an episode of The Apprentice. Well, you know, I've said this before, maybe on the last podcast, but House of Cards, we had to quit watching it. It was almost just too disturbing and just too... I don't know. It was like, yeah, we don't like anyone on the show. You know, for me, I kind of have to have someone I um, <laughs> can relate to or someone that I care about or, or you know, just something. And we were all yeah. like, oh, we don't care about any of these people. They should all just kill each other and the show could be over, you know. <laughs> That's how I felt but, about The Walking Dead, by the way. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. But um, there was, 
they asked Joe Biden when Obama and Joe Biden were, were still in office, they said, okay, so really, how similar is House of Cards to real politics? And he said, oh, no, it's not very close. So you could never get a bill through the House that quickly. Uh, <laughs> but the rest of it was pretty close, you know? It's the only thing fantasy. <laughs> yeah. So um, huh. who knows? Who knows what really, really goes on, but... I just, but do I believe the people with a good heart trying to trying to do good for the world there? Yeah. But do they have to sell their soul to the devil to get their agenda met a lot of the times? Probably. And, you know, I don't think it's for the, the faint of heart or the whatever, you know, hmm. for the most part. So that's yeah. about as that's about as insightful as I can get on politics, because, man, I tried for a minute there and I. I failed miserably. I'm no, I'm no political analyst. I just have opinions, I guess. So. Yeah. Well, in mine, I, you know, that's probably. I don't know if it's a fault or a attribute, but I know a little bit about a lot of things. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like, well, I don't know what the barometric pressure does, but I know, you know, and I don't know what. In and so it's like I'm not an expert on anything, and. Really, the same comes when it comes to politics. I don't know enough about, you know, things to really, to be intelligent about it. But I'm, um, you know, I have friends who are a little older than I, and they feel a duty to be an activist, their obligation, you know, as a human being to be an activist. And um, I, being just a few years younger, I have a guy in the gym. We go to the gym. He wants to talk politics, you know, and... And I, I can't even think right now what sides he's on because I will say to him, I will say, to me, it's people over politics, people over politics. I'm more, you know, concerned with my personal relationships yeah. and I would never want to just have my opinion out there to, um, to alienate me from, from people I care about because I care about the people more than I do the politics, you know, and, and that's probably really weak and, and horrible in a way you know if but i would hope that if i really had something right in front of my eyes that i would stop it go okay you're beating a dog quit it you know yeah. i mean I, I would be that type of activist but if there's any shadow of a doubt or i think there's anything that i'm not getting the whole story on i cannot make a real firm decision or speak strongly on it because i know there's always two sides to something unless i am seeing it with my own eyes and even then, there's two sides to it, you know. Yeah. That's what we were talking about. What goes up must come down. What has good must have bad. And that's a whole human experience as far as Eastern, I think, religion. Like Indian, they call it the principle of duality, mm -hmm. you know. And there's only one thing in the universe that supposedly is not dual, and that's the creator. You know, and I'm not even sure that's true because we're created in the image of everything in the universe and so what goes up must come down what has good must have bad what you know but yeah. it's just the principle of duality is what it's called so hmm. yeah that was beautiful man that was beautiful <laughs> man you want to end on that or jimmy more uh if you don't have anything else no that was a beautiful way to wrap it up um yeah, we'll wrap yeah. it up with the 
with the principle of duality, what goes up must come down, yin and the yang, in other words, oversimplification. Um, no, we had a great little uh, discussion on health, I feel like, and different subjects on that matter, and shit, over an hour long, mom. Thanks for joining me. I'm going to go ahead and okay. play a YouTube video here that you've recommended. Do you have anything to say on that before you go? Um, yeah, it's, you know, not intended for small children, although they probably wouldn't <laughs> get it anyway. Um, yeah, if yeah, anyone's it, watching this with a small I, child, what I the fuck are you doing anyway? I a language anyway? caution on it. But for some reason, those words coming out of birds are a lot more funny than coming out of most people. And Okay. <laughs> and so, warning, the, graphic language. Yes, yes. Okay. So, um, enjoy. All right. Well, thank you again for coming, Mom. And I love you. Yeah. I love you, too. All right. I'll talk to you later. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. Ladies and gentlemen, that was my mom, Don Mitchell. We have an interesting relationship. It was a tumultuous one at moments in the past. And still can be, depending on my mood. But she's a sweetheart and a really, really good person. The older I get, the more I begin to appreciate just how good of a person she is. And uh hope you got to see some of that for yourself. So, let me go ahead and play this video that she was talking about. Apparently it's too... Uh, Cockatiels, parakeets, not sure exactly what type of bird. Um, just uh, saying a little expletives. She found it extra amusing. And like she um, briefly explained, she recently experienced the loss of someone close to her and been a bit hard. So anything that could cheer her up in that moment of strife. Must have been pretty fucking funny. We'll find out. I guess you can't have a Jesse Lone show without talking about politics. But I thought it was a pretty good talk overall. Just about health. Uh, she is a holistic health practitioner. She got her uh, degree, certificate. And... Um, Fort Collins, Colorado, from Front Range Community College. So, yeah, she actually went to school for this shit. While well, I like to poke fun at some of it, as you may have saw, like I said, there are some legitimate, legitimately, there are some natural medicines out there that, well, hey, um, you don't need me to oversimplify the truths that you probably already know. Just if you don't know what I'm talking about, Check out Dallas Buyers Club. It's a really fucking good movie about exactly this subject. And it's got Matthew McConaughey in it, you know what I'm saying? Alright, alright. Alright. We found it.
I take it that's it. Oh, shit. Uh. <laughs> All right. That was pretty funny. That was pretty funny. I'll give it to her. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to lie, Mom. It wasn't as hilarious as I was expecting. But she is a nature enthusiast. She used to drive us up to the mountains religiously. Moved her uh, family to Colorado because of the great outdoors. So I could see why that one would appeal to her. Not to mention that it was pretty funny. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, still. I think cats are cuter. Um, I'm just joking, Mom. All right, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you enjoyed the show. Thank you again to my guest, Don Mitchell, my mother, for joining me and my in what has been my first um, over-the-computer podcast. Hope it went okay. If you enjoyed it, please give me a like or subscribe. And if not, fuck off. What are you watching this for? And quick plug, not that they mean, need me to, but Los Calientes Hot Sauce. Hot Ones. They got a new season out. They got a new hot sauce. I think I already mentioned this. And I ordered it, and it is amazeballs. A little expensive, but it's awesome. Just check it out. And that's it, guys. That's it for the Jesse Lone Show. I am Jesse. I'll see you guys next time. Much love. Mm-hmm.